Welcome to Episode 7 of Rising Tide Radio, the podcast for female leaders who lift each other up. I'm Jennifer Hogan, one of your hosts, along with my friend, Allison Apsey. We love getting to connect with you and hearing from you when an episode is especially relatable. Join us each month for a discussion about leadership and life lessons that will leave you inspired and motivated. Yay! Hi, Jen. (laughs) Hey, Allison. Okay, so this is one of my favorite times of the month. I love to be able to connect with you on Rising Tide Radio. And I'm Allison Apsey. I'm an elementary principal in Michigan. I'm a mother to two boys who I hope you don't hear while we're recording this episode, wife to Jim. And I'm also an author and a speaker and just absolutely love connecting with women and men um, about how to support each other to live our best lives. And I'm Jennifer Hogan. I'm so excited to be with you today, Allison. Love this time together. Um, I am a high school assistant principal in Hoover, Alabama, and I'm a mom to two girls who are no longer teenagers, and I am the wife of Tim. We've been married 27 years, and um, I, too, am a speaker, and I'm a blogger, and I am in it to win it. I want to make education awesome for every kid to me all means all and I want to help uplift others as they are on their education journey as well well I am uplifted every time I get to spend some time with you so for today's episode we have two books to share with you the two books have similar themes and we thought they would pair well with our topic of chasing your dreams and following your heart Our goal is to encourage all of us to never settle and to instead continually work to connect with our why and to connect our dreams to our daily actions. I'm so excited about this topic to share it with our listeners, Allison. And I'm going to be using the book called Chase the Lion by Mark Batterson. I love the little byline right underneath the title, Chase the Lion. It says, if your dream doesn't scare you, it's too small. And that title just captured my attention. And as I read it, I thought this is amazing. I wanted to underline everything that I read. And I can't wait to share three of my favorite quotes from the book today. Awesome. Well, I'm going to be learning right along with our listeners because Although I really want to read this book, I haven't read Chase the Lion yet, so I'm excited to learn from you. And I am excited to share a book that I absolutely fell in love with. And it's not necessarily a leadership book, but it's Becoming by Michelle Obama. And it's her autobiography. And I listened to the audiobook version, which is just beautiful because Michelle reads the book herself. And I'm so excited to be able to share a couple of lessons that I took away from the book that connects with our topic about chasing your dreams, following your heart, making sure your actions are aligned with your dreams. And I'm excited to, to, to learn from you today, Allison. This book is on my reading list, as you well know, but I just haven't gotten to it this summer, um, and I hope to get to it by the end of the year, and it definitely is on my reading list to get through this year. Yeah, well, I highly recommend it, obviously. And, and really, there, there um, are a couple of main lessons, but the entire book is just absolutely intriguing, just to get that behind-the-scenes look at life in the White House 
in the, the journey to get to the White House and then what life is looking for the, the Obamas now, what it's mm-hmm. looking like is, um, yeah, it's just fascinating to me. So, okay, tell us, how about you start us off with one of the lessons or the takeaways from um, Chase the Lion by Mark Batterson? Yeah, so one of the quotes from the book, and it was such a takeaway, is this is the quote. It says, the hardest part of any dream journey is the holding pattern. And I was just thinking about my own dreams that I've had and people that I know who have their dreams and how sometimes the dreams don't come to fruition when we think that they could or should. And sometimes when we have this dream or goal, there's time that passes and, and we are find ourselves caught in a holding pattern. And I know for myself personally, I have even used those words, holding pattern. And that can be a really hard time because we want things sometimes to happen in our own time. And, and what I've learned through my journey is that it's really not my time. Um, of when things happen, God is going to make them happen when they should and according to his schedule. And so I think that it reminds us so much that during those times where we're in those holding patterns, that we need to continue to be grateful for our opportunities and lessons that we have during those times and to continue to learn and grow. Because when that dream is there, and and that opportunity um, comes knocking, that we need to be really ready for it. So I just thought about um, people that I know and myself too, where we can get, feel like we're stuck and in a rut and really it's all about timing. So it doesn't mean that your dreams are um, not going to happen. It means that it's just, they're not happening yet. Yes. Yes. What a terrific reminder. I love that concept of holding pattern. I'm not, I'm not a failure. I'm not like living for the next dream to come true. I'm in a holding pattern and that reminder of continuing to be grateful and live life filled with joy during that holding pattern time. Mm -hmm. So have you had dreams before and you thought, you know, gosh, what am I going to do now? Or what am I going to do until that time comes? You know, I mean, I feel like that's something that we can all relate to, especially those of us on our leadership journey, um, because I would think that the people who are in those leadership positions are the dreamers. And so I think it's something that we've all experienced and can relate to. Yeah. And I, I relate it to th- one of my philosophies is that I don't ever want to like live just to get through the day or just to get through the week. I don't ever want to just get by. Mm-hmm. I want to embrace as many moments as I can and enjoy and celebrate each day. And that's true, whether you're in a holding pattern, um, whether you're pursuing a dream or, and I even remember sometimes when you're pursuing a job or, you know, as a woman, like in, in, in men too, like as you're trying to get pregnant, like there's all of these holding patterns that you go through in life that can just be frustrating and overwhelming and feel defeating if you allow them to, the, 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 whatever you're look, searching for to have that kind of control and power of your life. But mm-hmm. if we focus on celebrating every day and being grateful for every day, I think that can just make a world of a difference no matter what we're going through. Mm-hmm. Well said. So one of the main lessons that stood out to me in becoming is the idea of revisiting your why and being careful to continuously go back to who you are. And he, here's a quote that I loved from becoming. Um, Michelle said, if you don't go get out there and define yourself, you'll be quickly and inaccurately defined by others. 
And just like you, Jennifer, and our listeners, I'm so busy. If I'm not intentional, I can fall into the trap of going through the motions of life and easily lose track of my why and my goals and stop chasing my dreams and just live to get through the day. And, and on the other hand, like you and many of our listeners, I'm really ambitious. I can also fall into the cycle of going after the next thing and accomplishing that and then going after the next thing and accomplishing that without consciously going back to make sure that what I'm doing and what I'm going after is aligned with my why and my goals and my dreams. That if I don't take control of defining myself to myself and to others, my circumstances or other people will define me. And that's just a, it's, it's literally a continuous battle in my life of, you know, we're, we're offered opportunity all the time. And many of us say that we say yes, way too much, but if we can balance what we're offered with what our priorities and goals and dreams are, then we can make much better and healthier decisions for us and for the people we love. Mm, How powerful is that? I love that quote by Michelle Obama. And, um, you know, I think about the times when, um, you know, it is so important for us to know who we are, what we stand for, um, what our steps are, especially as we're chasing our dreams. Um, It's important to know, um, you know, how we define ourselves. And I like how she says we'll be inaccurately defined by others. And so, um, you know, we've got to know who we are so that we can defend ourselves as well as define ourselves. I love that. Yes. Yes. She's a smart woman. Yes, she is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Tell us about another lesson from Chase the Lion. Um, And so, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand with what you just said, because um, in the book, he talks about chess moves. And I guess because I love to play chess when I was a kid um, there, he talks about these chess moves, a pre-move, a quiet move, the opening move and the counter moves. Um, And he talks about playing chess with his son And how proud we are as parents when um, the student becomes the teacher and how he's learned from his own son playing chess. And, um, you know, he relates this to our lives and and every situation we're in truly is preparing us for what comes next. And it's so important to be fully present as we live our lives so that we can make the most of what's happening so that we'll be able to make our dreams come true. And I just thought that was the coolest way to think about you know, maybe something new that you're trying now or an experience that you're having now and how we may not see it yet, but it's truly setting us up for success in the future of something we may not even be able to imagine. Oh, like I was just thinking, relating that to serendipity, right? Uh Like how many happy accidents are in our lives and we don't even realize them in the moment, right? Yes, absolutely. I, I love that, that lesson too. And, um, and that really speaks to living in the moment because we don't know how this moment is preparing us for the mm-hmm. next. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend, I mean, I even just said these words just a few days ago, a friend who is in a new job in a new city um, and, you know, is a little bit nervous about it. And I just shared, you know, that you're right where you're supposed to be. Just, you know, live where your feet are and be where your feet are, be fully present. So I just thought it was really cool the way Mark Batterson in the book, Chase the Lion, um, you know, compared it to chess moves and, and being strategic, you know, especially as, as leaders. So I really appreciated that lesson and um, don't want to give away too much about the book because I hope that everyone will read it, but it was a great section. 
I know that I already am going, I already tried to pick it up, but I had run out of my Audible credit. So <laughs> next month, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the other lesson from Becoming that really stuck with me is lessons about marriage. And I didn't expect to get that out of the book. I thought it was going to be more about um, Michelle, but really she spoke to the strong and powerful union that Michelle and Barack have. And, and here's a quote from the book that speaks to this. All this inborn confidence was admirable, of course, but honestly, try living with it. For me, coexisting with Barack's strong sense of purpose, sleeping in the same bed with it, sitting at the breakfast table with it, was something to which I had, not, I had to adjust, not because he flaunted it exactly, but because it was so alive in the presence of his certainty, his notion that he could make some sort of difference in the world, I couldn't help but feel a little bit lost by comparison. His sense of purpose seemed like an unwitting challenge to my own. And I chose that quote, not because this quote necessarily mm -hmm. speaks to the, the strength in their marriage, um, but because they, they coexisted side by side and were able to empower each other to pursue their own dreams and pursue their own why and their purpose in life and make, and I love how Barack pushed Obama or excuse me, Barack pushed Michelle mm -hmm. to take action toward her goals and her dreams, even though he was pursuing um, this intimidating political career at the same time, he encouraged her to um, go from this, you know, powerhouse, in a law firm to taking a job with a nonprofit because that's what she believed in and encouraged mm -hmm. her to, to take those risks and then helped her figure out, okay, how can I do this with two little girls and manage this family wise? And it just, one of the, the, the powerful takeaways is that a union like that can just make all the difference in your life. <laughs> and I, mm -hmm. I, I was preaching this to my um, 20 year old niece as, you know, she's talking about her hopes and dreams for the future. And I'm like, you know, choose that man so carefully knowing that that person is going to be by your side for the rest of your life. And, and you want to have a partnership, right. That helps you pursue your dreams and pushes you in the direction of your dreams. And it was just, it was a powerful example of how beautiful uh, a union of two strong people, two really intelligent people can push both partners in a direction that they separately, they never even dreamed they could go. Mm -hmm. I loved hearing about rather than like swallowing her own purpose up, being a partner to Barack and having him challenge her helped her Michelle continue to chase her dreams rather than just settle. I love that. And, and, you know, it, it, I'm about to tell one more, I want to tell one more um, lesson that I took from Chase the Lion, but it makes me think of this and, and how powerful um, we can be together, you know, and, and thinking about them pushing each other to continue to chase their dreams, um, not to make each other, make the other person's dream their own, but to still keep your own dreams, you know, and yes. have that person to continue to push you. And in Chase the Lion, um, he talks about uh, a story about Alex Haley. He's the Pulitzer Prize winning author of Roots. Um, and he, Alex Haley, was said to have had a painting of a turtle on a fence post in his office. 
And he would say, anytime you see a turtle on top of a fence post, you know, he had some help. <laughs> and Vince Lombardi's known to have said the man at the top of the mountain didn't fall there. And I think <laughs> those, you know, that reminds me of the Obamas. Um, it reminds us all that we can achieve our dreams alone and that some dreams are going to require a large team, you know, to make them come true. And um, sometimes it may just be that one other special person that can help get us there. Right. And then too, I, I think we continually to continue to encourage each other to, understand that we are the culmination of the people we surround ourselves with. So if we are surrounding ourselves with people who um, bring us down or would rather see us fail than succeed or who are negative, that has, on the contrast, has such a negative impact on our lives. And one of my, my mentors years ago told me that people are going to treat you how you allow them to treat you. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of power in how we're treated that we sometimes don't recognize. And so surrounding ourselves with um, people who are on our side, who celebrate our successes and who challenge us to um, pursue, continue to pursue our dreams and um, move beyond, you know, where we are right now. Those are the people that are just so important that we want to keep close. Mm -hmm. So we have some challenges for our listeners. Do you want to share your challenge first? Sure, I sure will. Okay, let's do it. All right, so I want to challenge our listeners and both of us to run to the roar. I I want us to find out what's holding us back. I want to encourage our listeners to um, examine moves as pre-moves, opening moves or counter moves, and then do the moves that we need to, to lean into accomplishing our dreams. Mm, I'm excited to talk with you more, Jen, about your dreams and, and what you are going to do to run to the roar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I invite our listeners to take some time to reflect on your why, your purpose in life. How do you want to change the world? And then some time to reflect on how, how to better align your purpose with how you're living out your life daily. And this is something that I do continuously and and definitely will after this episode of taking that time to reflect a little bit more closely on my purpose and then what I'm doing every day to try to live out my purpose. Yeah, I'm going to do that too. And I need to go back to my three words for 2019 and really get myself aligned with my daily practices um, especially as school is about to start and to get back in that routine where um, time just flies. And I want to make sure that I'm not spinning my wheels, that I am taking that time to reflect and that my practices are aligned with my values. So thank you for that challenge and a reminder, Allison. So we just want, we'd love to hear from our listeners about connections that you make to this episode, about chasing your dreams and following your heart. And just want to thank you so much for listening. Yes, all of our listeners would love to hear your dreams. You can share them on social media using the hashtag Rising Tide Radio. We'd love to be a part of your journey. And we so appreciate all of your interactions and your feedback. And until next time, remember that a rising tide lifts all ships.